Hey, Pure Golf Podcast listeners, you can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. To check out our weekly YouTube videos, go visit My Pure Golf. Link will be in the bio. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pure Golf Podcast. Today, we have a very special episode in store for you guys. It is the Tiger and Charlie edition. It is the Tiger and Charlie podcast. Uh, we are going to be talking all things tar- Tiger Woods, favorite memories. And then after that, we are going to be jumping into a Christmas wish list stocking edition. So anything golf related that we can put in stockings, we will be talking about what we prefer in our stockings for this Christmas. So hope you guys enjoy. Uh, if you could, please give a like, subscribe, tell your friends. And yeah. That's pretty much it. Hope you guys enjoy. I kind of I wanted to make this podcast just talking about Tiger in general because I know he is your favorite uh, golfer. I mm-hmm. mean, he was he was kind of the one that kind of brought you into the sport. And then I know I've asked some people that have been pure golf clients, and they've said mm-hmm. the same thing. Like Tiger Woods is their favorite golfer. So I figured, why don't we just make this a twist and kind of explain like your favorite memory of Tiger Woods. We could talk about that match that you just said. It was at uh, it was at West Palm, wasn't it? It was in Orlando. Orlando? Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. you. Got you. Yeah, that was sick. It was like at night, nighttime and everything. Well, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um, I, I thought you were talking about the PNC. PNC yeah. is at Orlando. The match, Pelican Golf Club, Bel Air, Florida. Just in the golf realm, are they doing more of these matchups recently? Or has this always been a thing? Because this has been... Uh, from the pandemic is this, this kind of came out of the pandemic because gotcha. they weren't doing golf tournaments at the time. And then they wanted to kind of bring golf back slowly. So they started out with a match. It, it started out with Tiger versus Phil Mickelson. And then and it was, uh, Brady, wasn't Brady and Peyton Manning, weren't they? Brady, in Brady well? and Peyton Manning were in one. Yeah. But they did one between Brooks Kapka and Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers was in one. So the Tiger Phil one, I think, happened before the pandemic, but then they really started bumping them out like after during the pandemic. Riddle me this because I know you didn't watch, but it is infuriating to me as the viewer of if you have Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth playing nighttime golf. It should be wildly entertaining if there were no announcers. Right. Oh, because it would just be cool to watch. Right. Now, right. what they do is like they have their earpiece in and they talk us through some of their certain shots, which is really cool. Yeah. But when they gather them as a foursome to talk on the tee box to talk about like like the banter and like trying to incite trash talk between them or among them, whatever, it is the most awkward thing you can imagine. And it's like, please take that out of, of it because it's making it so visibly uncomfortable for everyone involved so i watched a little bit of the aaron Rodgers. it was the four football players Mm -hmm. and they had charles barkley as one of the commentators was he the commentator for this one as well yeah so he was one of the commentators and had easily the funniest line of the match of tiger and rory are getting their butts kicked and they're tiger um wow Charles Barkley's like, guys, you're going to need to pick this up. TNT has at least another 795 commercials that we've got to air. So you've got to at least like pick the match back up. Um, and I just love that line. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, but what you're talking about, like with the four of them and he, they're trying to start stuff. Yeah, when they're 
obviously these guys are with each other all the time. They're playing mm-hmm. all these tournaments together and everything. Just let them be. Like exactly. have them mic'd up and talk. And if there is ever a moment where um you want to jump in and ask like a question or two, that's totally fine. But when you have these four star-studded athletes, they're going to incite they're going to start stuff on their own. Yeah. You know? And uh I that that's some of the stuff I saw on social media was them like going back and forth and trying to mess with each other. So you just kind of have to let that ride out. So the PNC championship, can you run me through what this, the layout is? I understand like, so it's tiger and Charlie and I, Mm -hmm. and I know it's, it does it have to be family members in the same group. Is that what the PNC championship is? So I think, I think by rule, yes. Um, Like a father, son type of thing. Yeah. Um, And then, Nelly Corda was in this one. So you don't have to be on the PGA tour, but I think you have to be on PGA or LPGA or the senior tour. Okay. Um, and I think you have to play with an immediate family member. I don't think anyone can play with like their uncle or their aunt. It has to be an immediate family member. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. I think. And then it's kind of like a, a best ball format. So whoever hits it out there in the fairway, the longest, like, I mean, you, you played in those scramble type of things. Sure. A lot of times those younger kids are playing much more forward tees. So their tee shot, as long as they can hit it out on the fairway is right. to their advantage for sure. Right. And also I've heard that Charlie's now out driving tiger. So it's almost unfair that he's playing from <laughs> the higher end tees, you know? So I, I know you didn't get to watch a lot, no. but Charlie is hurt this entire time. I, and that was my next question. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, did he get did he get hurt on the while playing or was it a beforehand? So I, I read two different reports. One was he's hurt from a growth spurt, which I don't know how that is. The other one was he rolled his ankle like preparing for this tournament when he got there. Um wow. and it visibly was like bothering him the entire time. But Tiger made him play through it and everything like that. But like yeah. Tiger's there with plantar fasciitis, which is no no joke to deal with. And right. so they're both just limping after every shot, oh which is my. just devastating to watch. Oh, my gosh. So I'm assuming they aren't at the top of the leaderboard. Do you know what the, the scores are and everything right now? So after day one, they made it to the final pairing with Justin Thomas and his father. So they were, I think, in the lead, if not right, like one oh shot my gosh. in the lead. Wow. Uh, and then today, I, they just couldn't get anything going. And by getting anything going, I think they only bogeyed one hole, and it was just a string of pars. Justin Thomas and his dad finished, I think, tied for second. And Vijay Singh and his son, Cass Singh, won this tournament today on, I just saw this on my phone, on their 16th attempt. This is the 16th time they played the tournament and finally won it this time. What? And they beat out John Daly and uh, little John Daly, yeah. who is... Um, a very, very good college golfer and will oh, do yeah. good things in the world of golf. Um, I've told you multiple times about the channel Good Good Golf. Yes. They have him on there. Like they've had him on there multiple times. Dude is incredible. He's incredible. Like, he, one of their most recent videos. I mean, he hadn't apparently he hadn't played like a round of golf in like five weeks. And this man mm-hmm. is just striping the ball. I mean, I tried I tried to play a round of golf without playing for five weeks because of my wrist. And dude, I was struggling to break a hundred. So I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible how good yeah. he is and, and his dad is, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's crazy. So uh, Tiger and Charlie ended up finishing. Okay. They just kind of like ran out of steam. I think it was a top um, 10 finish, but both of them definitely, yeah, definitely gassed for sure. Yeah. 
So in, in the world of golf, I know Charlie, how is he in the realm of talent with other kids his age? I think the expectations of Charlie are to be his dad, which... Yeah, that's why I was asking. It's almost like impossible to be the greatest person of all time in golf. Right. He has literally the best caddy in the world of his his father is caddying for him. Right. Um, I think the expectations of him are to be as good as his dad, if not better than his dad. And it's just like, that's a little bit unfair because his dad was essentially a superhuman. I mean, just it's un, it's unparalleled. I think he, re- he recently won a junior event. He played really well in that to see him go out there for this tournament and just like gut it out when he, I mean, do he can't even finish his golf swing. Like he's off balance on half his shots. He wow. can't put any weight in the ankle. And he's still got a really, really good golf swing. Yeah. Uh, but if you can't finish like the last part of your golf swing, and there are multiple shots where he's clearly hit behind the ball, I think he has number one, you and I have talked about like access to the best doctors and everything like that. Like he is set up for very much success in the world of golf. I think he's he's fairly new to the game of golf, all things considered. He's 12 or 13 years old and has really really been playing golf for about two or three years now. And wow. with the swing he has, he's he's going to be good if he keeps it up. If the world will just let him be, you know, because right. if if the world puts all this pressure on him and everything like that, I it's it's just so unfair because he's he's Tiger Woods' son, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't hear Michael Jordan's children playing in the NBA because I don't <laughs> think they did, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think they played Division One basketball, and like we've never heard from them since. Uh, right, but yeah, I mean, he's got he's got all the tools to yeah. be insanely good. Yes. Well, I, I've seen videos, um, and he has mimicked his swing after Rory, which is okay. interesting, just mm-hmm. because of how perfectly balanced Rory is at all times, and just just how pure his swing is. Apparently, so I just found that interesting. It's something to be said. Like Rory, Rory's swing is obviously beautiful. I have nothing but good things to say about Charlie. I, I really don't. Let's go ahead and jump into what is your favorite moment of Tiger Woods? Let's jump into that segment because I have one specifically. Tiger Woods, for me, is on the level of of a Messi, for example. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, he's there and you have to watch, even though I've never watched Messi outside of a World Cup in my entire life. Like this is kind of, you know, I was like an Argentina fan from for December 2022. You know what I'm saying? Like literally it. And so... I remember when I was in college, I believe it was 2018. It was the 2019 Masters. I promise you it was the Masters because okay. I I was uh, a junior in college. So it was 2019. And he ended up winning the entire tournament. As a college baseball player that had never touched a golf club in his entire life, it, it was one of those moments where I still had to turn it on on that Sunday to watch the final round and pull for him. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget, I think he was walking on 18th to the green. And mm-hmm. that's when they allow all the fans to like walk behind him yeah. as he proceeds to the, one of the coldest athlete photos I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. And I found myself pulling for him so hard, even though I never watched golf before then, like ever. I feel like if you ask a- anybody in the golf world, he's he's their favorite golfer, like for nine out of 10 people. So oh, yeah. that's just kind of what I think. But so mine would definitely be Tigers 2008. U.S. Open when when he's playing on the broken leg, torn ACL. I don't even remember what it was, but just 
That was back when in the U.S. Open when if you were tied after after four rounds, it was an 18-hole playoff the next day. And they don't do that anymore, which which was one of my favorite things of golf. Was I was always pulling for the U.S. Open to end in a tie so we got 18 more holes of golf the next day. The famous story about Tiger going into that tournament was he meets with the doctor. The doctor says, Tiger, don't don't play the tournament. You're going, it's going to be the end. And he's like, I'm going to play and I'm going to win. And then he goes out there and wins on essentially one leg. Um, And then after 18 holes, they're still tied. So they go into the 19th hole and he still wins broken leg. um, And it is the coolest, most epic win I've ever seen. It, that that win has always stuck with me of just like what is my excuse today because tiger won a tournament on a broken leg um mm. and then after some of these shots he's like literally doubled over in pain like he can't walk and he still has to walk um and that has been amazing to me I've, that yeah. one has always stuck the 2019 masters is is incredible to me uh, just to harp on it a little bit more of like it's a dude who literally couldn't walk a year or two earlier i mean he's instead of using a golf club to hit balls with he's using it to walk around his house as a cane when he did that everybody has always doubted tiger we don't want to we don't want to say that we were a part of that tiger at that point was done with golf it's like coming back from being dead to go out there and win that thing uh because for all intents and purposes, he was done. Yeah. And the fact that he did it again is is like Michael Jordan coming to, back to basketball. It is it is messy winning the World Cup. It's what everybody said he was never going to be able to do, and he did it again yeah. and shut all of us up again. That's why these guys are the the great ones, the MJs, the the Messies, like them or not, the LeBron James who has I think like the longest playoff streak ever. Like they are there, and we love to doubt them. But it's just so fascinating how they always overcome and like ascend to the top yeah. again and again and again. Right. I think that's what's beautiful about sports in general is that you have those moments, just such a big moment where mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You know, it's almost kind of like the world stops. Right. It's like everybody knows that this is happening. So even if they aren't really a fan, I mean, I wasn't an Argentina fan, but I'm still turning on the TV. Right. At that moment. There's just something about greatness that... I'm attracted to and the world is attracted to you and I aren't soccer fans and I'm not, I'm not a huge NFL fan, but if Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl, I'm turning it on. If, if Messi's in the world cup, I'm, I'm going to turn it on. Like, I think that's the cool part about sports, no matter what it is. Like there's no reason for you and I to turn this stuff on, but like you're a college baseball player and you weren't even golfing at the time. No, turn it on to watch Tiger and something about you can't help, but, but pull for the guy you're like, I don't even like, I know Tiger, I know the name, but like, it's just, you want to see him win again. My wife is over here losing her mind during the World Cup and is not a soccer fan whatsoever. (laughs) And is like literally screaming at the TV for one game of her life for Mm -hmm. for Messi to win because that, it's just, I love it, man. It's so cool. My, My rule now is like anytime Tiger's on TV, I'm at least turning it on because you don't know when it's going to end. Like greatness has an expiration date. And you just want to bottle it up as much as you can, because with Tiger, like, especially you don't know when another car is going to run off the side of the road and we may lose him. Like, this could be it at any point. So I do turn it on. Who's who got like almost everybody I know into golf? Like without him, golf is just is boring. It's he made golf cool. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. What could our golfers learn from watching the PNC? 
I think a lot of people have this temptation to like look at these really young kids that are out there who can shoot in the 70s, no problem, and be like, this 11-year-old kid can do it. Why can't I do it? And it's something we come back to all the time. They've been golfing since they were out of the womb and have literally been raised by Tiger Woods, Annika Sorenstam, who is, I just went through her records the other day, and they are just absurdly good of how good a golf she was. And her son played, and I know people are like, it's really good. Why can't I do what he's doing? Well, he was raised by Annika Sorenstam, and I think his dad was also a Hall of Fame golfer, too. Um, they're they're different than you. Yeah. <laughs> Just I want to stress that something that Charlie was doing that I really admired the heck out of was he literally couldn't take a full swing on day one, right. and he went out there. I know his dad taught him this shot, and he was taking taking like a cutoff driver swing. It wasn't a full swing of this low like, bullet driver that would like carry two twenty and then just keep running out. He learned that shot on the fly. You can tell he learned that shot on the fly. That's not something that he had in the bag. And was practicing on the range, but he played it of just like Tiger had this like moment after the first round of you go out there and you adapt. If you make changes, you trust them on the fly. And that's why all of those people on that TV broadcast are where they are. No matter how good they are at golf, they had to make changes on the fly, do something they were uncomfortable with, but also trust it on the fly. Golf isn't going to go the way you planned. Um, even on the range, there's going to be well, where did that shot come from? I've never hit that shot. And you just have to make the change on the fly and trust it. And I think that's the hardest part is like, we're playing a game between the ears of, well, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Well, who cares what you're doing wrong? You've got to determine what you're going to do and stick to it throughout the round of golf. Yeah. Um, And I admired that. Like he's, I forget if he's 12 or 13. I keep saying this. It's unbelievable how much he just stuck to it out there. and. um I think that those are two really good takeaways um, for, from the tournament for the common golfer to kind of yeah. know. Well, and that's it's, it kind of aligns a lot with we when we had the interview with Phil, Phil Shomo. He was the, <laughs> he's the mental skills coach in golf. And uh, he talked to me and he was talking about how golfers or newer golfers never prepare for when they have they don't have their A game mm-hmm. in a round. You know, so it's like, obviously, Charlie, when you don't have an ankle, I mean, you're not going to be playing your A game, right? And you're just talking about the adaptability that it takes to still produce and do well. And and you just said they were at the top of the leaderboard after day one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's absolutely the biggest thing that, that golfers can take away is like, even on your worst days. Like, if you can adapt, that's what really matters. You have to be willing to adapt. Absolutely. There yeah. you go. That's what it, that's money. That's good, good team. Good team. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you guys are enjoying the content, please like, subscribe, tell your friends. It would mean the world to us. We just got into the social media world and we're loving every second of it. And it's all in thanks to you guys. So thank you guys so much. And yeah, we'll continue on with Christmas stockings golf edition. I'm going to lead us off. And okay. one of the biggest things that I've seen all over TikTok is called the Caddy Splash golf water brush and so literally (laughs) it's it's exactly what it says so basically um 
it at the brush itself it's able to clean it like normal but then also you can sp- like squeeze the bottom of the brush mm-hmm. and like water shoots out from the bristles to where it's like it cleans the club more efficiently so okay. it's like you don't have to after the round's over like go home and clean all your clubs like in a dish you know in the dish mm-hmm. or the dish thing or whatever but uh yeah caddy splash golf water brush it's 20 bucks on amazon that's what i want in my stocking for this christmas wow okay 100 percent. this is where i thought you were going immediately after the video that you posted on social media was tees like golf tees because apparently you can't <laughs> keep keep it together with some tees in your bag <laughs> so the one i go with is like i think it's called like the the martini or something like that it is I, yeah. a very long tee it's plastic yeah. and it's almost impossible to break if you just put like five to 10 of those in my stocking, I, I think it would last me almost the entire year. Um, but <laughs> I mean, sure I, I that. watching that video, I was sitting there stunned of like, Zach, like we've got access to tees. <laughs> the problem, the problem is uh, it's not even like I had plenty of tees in my golf bag. The yeah. problem is, is that you put three in the holes of your golf cart. Right. And mm-hmm. then I put them in my pocket. But then after like two holes, they either get broken or they're gone. And then it's like I continuously forget to refill, like move it from my golf bag to the it's it's this whole process. And then I'm on the golf, like I'm on the tee box itself. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to walk all the way back to the golf cart. So then I'm complaining. I'm like, well, where, where the heck is the golf tee when you need yeah. it? So then I'm usually searching the tee box, this, that, and the other. It's it's a process. I, get that. I, get but, that. Uh, I am going to go uh stocking stuffer what, what do you how, what do you think of like white leather belts in golf what are your thoughts on those if you're cool enough to pull it off i think you should go for it i'm absolutely not cool enough to pull that off i think I've, you definitely could i've heard so i've got cloth belts um but i've heard girl golf influencers that mm-hmm. they have said that they hate hates white golf belts and i'm so curious as to why why is that such an issue yeah and i'm thinking is it because people that wear them are perceived as douchebags or like what is it in the world of golf that makes people hate white i love the belt like i think it's right. a good style especially if you have you know white shoes white hat it's it fits well you know yeah um I, that's interesting that there's such an aversion to white golf belts i would have had no idea and like out of everything that you could have a belt is is what you're anyways i'm going to go against the trend i want a white gold leather belt in my my stocking stuffer because i think it's cool i think it looks cool okay this is is a little bit different but and i i'm not well versed like you i i i stay off of social media and all that i don't know what's hip and all that stuff um that is the oldest i've ever sounded on this podcast I would say kind of like a cooler ball marker. I don't know like what's Ooh. popular out here, Ooh. but I always think not only a ball marker is a great little like conversation starter, but there's also, they're doing some cool things with ball markers now. So I just, yeah. I think I would like something a little bit different than what I currently have. I don't think I have anything now that I'm thinking about it. So I, I, was, about to, I was about to say, like, you got to show the ball marker, but if you don't have one. Then. So my caddy gave me one a while ago that I know I still have somewhere. And it's a Kiwa Island ball marker, okay. which is, um, um, and it was like a divot tool with it and everything like that. I think okay. that's what I currently have. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, something newer so I can like retire that to the like collections department would be great. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, we need like pure golf ball markers. We're talking about all the different things that pure golf needs. Pure golf ball markers. <laughs> pure golf ball markers. I'm writing it all down because this is the second time in the stocking stuff or in the Christmas section that you've mentioned pure golf merch. So we're going to have to work it out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Uh, my, so my third thing. I've always, I've always like when I get good, I've always wanted to customize my own like golf balls. Like I've, have you seen the Titleist commercials recently where it's like they are drawing the Christmas stuff uh, like on the golf ball? I think it's sick. And I, and I think I, I, there's a specific way that I would want to customize a golf ball. And, um, are you going to reveal that information right now or no? Not right now. No, 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 no. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, no, I've always wanted to customize it. So I wanted to customize tp5 golf ball okay that's what i want like as as my stocking stuffer give me like 12 of those suckers and i'll probably lose them in one round <laughs> because dude my last round do you want to know how many golf balls i lost i've yeah, been like how many? the video i legitimately think i've lost seven or eight golf balls in a round not even kidding like from just going out of bounds and just not knowing where the ball was going was so. it the driver uh yeah it was horrible but yeah. i'm watching back the video you you want to know what the number one thing is i'm giving people a tip real quick you know like you know what the number one thing was on the video what my dad was so i love him to death. he was so busy like videoing he yeah. wasn't showing me that my alignment was lined up 45 to the right <laughs> for where i was supposed to be aimed so it's like i'm watching my swing and it's like i have to cut I have to like cut back across the ball sure. and then I have to play this ridiculous slice because my body is like just facing directly straight. Right. I'm like, how the hell is it? Obviously I was going to lose like eight or nine golf balls. There's no way I'm going to keep it in play, but my um, gosh. it's all good. It was my first round back in like five weeks and it's just like, Oh my gosh, dude. But yeah, no, sorry. That, that was my third thing. I will get customized golf balls when I figure out how to not lose seven or eight in a round. So let's do I that. Got you. Um, I go through like a lot of like, kind of like athletic tape when I play a round of golf. Cause I get the blisters and everything like that. Um, and I constantly run out of it. So that would be my third one is just some Probably nicer athletic tape than what I have instead of splurging for the 99 cent one. Probably elevated a little bit, so it lasts a little bit longer. There we go. Um, Yeah, that's lame of me, but I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. That's fine, you know? I mean, it's it's practical. It's what you need. Um, It is. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. I like that. I got that.